2: Lottery.
0: lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly.
1: I'm Allie J.
2: And I'm Crystal O. And welcome to Not Your Token Black Girl, where we recover from spreading black girl magic wherever we go. From careers and cocktails to men and mental health, we're breaking it all down on what it means to wear the token crown.
1: So if you've ever said, I'm not your token, fill in the blank. Then this podcast is for you. A fun and witty show that's a little bit shady, but 100% true. It's Saturday brunch combo with the girls in a quick 20 minutes.
2: Now let's get started. On today's episode of Not Your Token Black Girl, we're swapping crazy dating stories with Brittany Thomas and Kristen Martin. So, welcome back to Not Your Token Black Girl. We have two guests today Kristen Martin, and Brittany Thomas and today we hey we are (laughs) opening up on our funniest and craziest dating story um all in (laughs) an effort to (laughs) laugh at our own experiences bond over the you know shared experiences and remind each other that we never have to settle for foolishness um so who wants to start (laughs) who wants to start with your most recent crazy encounter I think you should be the person giggling the most. I feel like they have a
1: good story. <laughs> I
2: agree. I have
0: <laughs> I have so many stories but um none recently because I've um started dating like a lot more intentionally and my vetting process is kinda tough now. But yes. um, I hmm. am I guess I'll let's rewind to maybe three or four years ago I lived in Virginia Beach and this was during a time where I was on dating apps and I was literally going on probably I'd say five to eight dates a week Um, oh my god and yeah it was just it was just like a priority at the time and so I just wanted to meet people I'd moved to a new town wanted to meet people wanted to date so anyway I did right and guys I'm not even one of those people that has this wide open profile of like uh you know i would attract anybody and everybody but it seems like i do and um so there's this one guy that i'm thinking of and when you think first date you think okay you want to talk and get to know the person yeah and so he took us to a club and so um i was like okay cool um didn't say anything was just thinking like this is probably not ideal for us to talk and get to know each other but fine I was and um, so okay. we get we get drinks, and um, so you know how, like, when your jam comes on, like, you, you know, you kind of start bobbing your head a little bit, or you'll be like, oh, this is my jam, and you might kind of start to dance a little bit with the person you came to the bar with. That did right. not happen. Um, we were just kind of chatting a little bit uh, just at the bar, and I saw him kind of getting into it, and I... Had gone away to the restroom when i came back he was not at the bar he was uh dancing with this other guy on the dance Wait. floor well, and, oh, and hold on <laughs> <laughs> again?
1: I, wasn't yeah. I wasn't
0: expecting that i wasn't expecting i know <laughs> y'all he got in a dance battle with this dude um i I wish I recorded it. I was so mortified, but he's literally dance battling this other guy and he takes off his sh- shirt, <laughs> Please stop. takes off his shirt, tosses it over to me as if I'm supposed to catch it. <laughs> the bartender, um, was kind of looking at me he was equally as mortified for me and he was like hey if you want to leave just go out the back like I got your tab. don't worry about it like you know I'll pay for this you need to leave and the All guy that- comes back over I left his shirt obviously I did not catch it it was on the ground I'm not picking up your sweaty shirt off the no. ground um <laughs> but he came over and was like sorry you know the music it you know it just really speaks to me I used to be a dance." Uh, tr- I used to lead a dance troupe when I lived in Maryland you know a few years ago and you know the music just takes over me and I just can't help myself and I was just like oh my God.
2: <laughs>
0: okay well That's I once dated a married
2: man <laughs> and I didn't Yikes. know it
0: yes you did
2: yes <laughs> I did I dated Crystal. this man <laughs> I I love you so much. To my credit, before like people come out with their pitchforks, I did not know that this man was married and careful ladies, it could happen to you. I dated him for six months.
0: We (laughs) met at work.
2: Okay. We met at work and normally I'm an HR professional, so I don't date where I work, Uh, but he was a consultant. So technically he didn't work for the company I was with. So it's like, okay, so he invited me to eat lunch with him a couple of times. I I go to lunch with people, male, female, all the time, um, just because in my profession, I need to have good relationships, and that's easy to build over a meal. So over time, he invited me to dinner, he invited me to the movies, and so we were dating. Um, Eventually, he came to my home, I went to his home. Um, and I knew that he had children, uh, which I was like, eh, I'm young. I don't know if I want to do the whole children thing, like multiple, but you know, this is fun. We'll see what, what happens. His wife calls, oh, introduces God. herself to me. She is a sorority sister. Oh, my, oh, oh. God. And she basically says, I don't know if you know this or not. I'm hoping you don't, but I am, we'll call him Joe, Joe's wife. I literally said, who is this? And Joe, who? <laughs> not think It's not the guy that I've been talking to for half a year. Um, she begins to explain oh that they have been having their issues, but they are definitely married. She had moved out of the home, moved home with her parents while they were working things out. When I would go over there, he would change the family photos like with her in it to just her no. girl. No. And she had That's, she was commitment. telling me this girl, because she had come home unexpectedly. She forgot something that she needed. So she came home. And it I was like, I was there last night for dinner. And he didn't have time, I guess, to change the photos back. And so when she walked oh. in, she noticed he had photos everywhere up and they lived in a condo in downtown Mm -hmm. Dallas there were photos everywhere and so as when she comes in her house she realizes that all of these like she's not in any of these photos so she opens the picture frame and the original photo is behind it she sent me a picture of this I I said first of all I don't I don't date married men never have never will
1: he never
2: said that he had a wife he doesn't have because ladies keep it cute. Even if a man says he's not married, check his ring finger anyways. If you see the the um, so awesome. the tan or the yeah, lines, you can see the tan. Yep, he didn't have that. <coughs> so this guy had come to the holiday party alone, was dancing with me. I did not know this man was married.
0: Oh, of my course God. I had never
2: met his kids at this point because i was like i'm not trying to meet your kids they ended up getting back together god bless her but yes that is how i unknowingly dated a married man
1: oh my wow
2: yes wow wow did his colleagues know that he was married i don't know because he was a consultant So he would work remote and occasionally he would come on site. So it wasn't like he was a regular employee where we saw him every day. He was in the office with us every day, kind of building those relationships, talking about personal and work. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. I don't know. But no one ever told me. So what was the
1: conversation after you told him like, hey, you're very much present wife
2: called me. I called. He never answered my phone number, or he never answered my phone call, um, and I, I never called him again. I apologized to the wife um, and told her, hey, I'll let you know if I see him around the office. I did see him around the office, but I never approached him at the office. I didn't think that was where that needed to go down, yeah, that's a good um, call. but I, I did tell her, like, one just woman to woman and as sorority sisters, I'll let you know if I hear of anything or see anything else around the office because I guarantee you if he's dating me or whatever that was, I'm probably not the only one. Um right. yeah. yeah. But of course, I Facebook stalk everybody. So, mm-hmm. when I saw on his and her Facebook that they had recent pictures together and all of this, uh I figured they were back together. So, I didn't go any further with that. I never saw him with anyone else. I never heard of anything else. Uh, I ended up moving on to another company shortly after, but yeah. So
1: let's talk about how did it affect you emotionally and then also like your next prospect that you wanted to date. Like how did that, how did you move on from that or did it create any like, anxiety and dating for you or like were you
2: more? Um, guy,
0: or well that was that... six months like wow. yeah
2: it was six months um I wasn't in love with the guy like I cared for him but I guess from my previous dating experiences I had become so guarded so I was hurt I was disappointed I was more so pissed that he had hmm. put me in a position to be the other woman, and I didn't right. realize I was the only, I was the other woman. Um, so right. I was pissed that, he, that anyone would put me in a situation to compromise my morals and character without me having right. all the facts. Um, right. It was a, also more nerve-wracking than anything, because I'm thinking, I've been in your home, um. you've been in my home, and for you to take such drastic steps as to take down all the pictures of your wife there's no um, ring tan line, like you were very intentional about keeping it hidden. That was, that kind of fear or, um, you know, I don't know, me being unnerved by that definitely overshadowed me being heartbroken. I don't think I was heartbroken, I was more so disappointed, um, but more so kind of freaked out that he would go to such extreme measures. Right yeah wait, wait, wait. that's yeah, <laughs> the
0: that a- horror story
2: for sure yeah yeah for sure because i mean so if kid had, had a crazy a- wife like if she was vindictive yeah. and yeah you know like i wouldn't even know why my tires were slashed or why there was a psychopath banging on my door right so yeah anyway even so no, that's my like, crazy story oh my god
1: the effect of her is probably because this wasn't the first time. Honestly, probably. no, it mean, definitely like, that wasn't. That, he had a full plan. That's the important, thing. yeah. She went back yeah. to probably that. That's probably why she was so calm. Like she, kn- she knows her partner. You know what I mean? Like that is crazy, and I think yeah. that's insane. Like that's my biggest thing. Is like, do not take away my choices. It, you know, let's be real. There are some women that don't care about that.
2: Like, exactly.
1: You didn't take you took my choice away. Exactly. Where I could decide if I wanted to be in that or not be in that. Like that's the thing right. that would drive me crazy. Well, also it's like they were if if she's living with her parents, he's got the place, you know, I'm sure they're just having to coordinate with the kids if they're somewhat separated. Like, is she doing her thing too? You know what I'm saying? I think you just don't know like the depth of what's yeah. going on and and so clearly he's doing his dirt we don't know what she's doing like that whole situation is, you know it's toxic and what's crazy is I like recently you know I'm married so it's a little I think things through a little different than I did when I was single and and younger but now you know I recently have one of my single friends that is actually talking to a married man that she she's like not wanting to sit like she's trying to not talk to him, but he's been pressing her and pressing her and insisting that like, you know, him and his wife are in this separation and they're allowed. They've allowed each other to like date during separation. So that was one of those things. It's like you never know the depths of someone's 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 relationship. But also, I feel like if mm-hmm. it is that type of thing, like you have to be upfront with people. Like in in. For him he should have been like for joe what we're calling yeah. him like he should have been <laughs> like hey i'm separated from my wife right now this may not right. be serious because i may be getting back with my wife i just need a friend you know what i'm saying yeah like, and that I, I think that
2: that's so shady
1: and yeah,
2: i, I am always it's just my mindset separated is still married right yeah like, it is you can show yeah. Me some divorce yeah. papers separated is still married and I know some listeners will disagree with me I think everyone's entitled to their opinion but I try to root my opinion in facts and the law so there are some Mm -hmm. laws in this country where the spouse can come after the other woman for abandonment So yeah, mm-hmm. because you're taking her husband away. Um yeah.
1: and, and I have
2: just so it, it it could definitely have financial recourse. And I am just so I take wedding vows yeah. so seriously that mm-hmm. unless yeah. there is divorce papers to show, I don't care if you separated, pissed, and going through World War Three, until you can show me some divorce papers, you're a married man or a married woman. So- yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and but even something now, else sure. that you guys bring, go ahead. I'm going to make sure it's filed. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: going to look at it and make sure they I'm um, going to do a quick Google
0: search. <laughs> yes. But I think something interesting that you touched on was that intentionality is so important. And so if yeah. that is your situation, I would rather know upfront if you really just want exactly. to friend, or you really are just looking for just like a physical thing or if you really are looking um for gosh you can for anything just be upfront about it because i think yeah. women are have the uh the confidence and the independence now to assert their desires as well these days and so maybe you you do find a woman that wants literally exactly what you want um and no need for the deception that is so right. frustrating so
1: that's an interesting yeah, I thing think I say- be in upfront I want to play devil's advocate because most men will say, um, you know, women, you say you want the truth, right? You say that you would want to be upfront about it. But then when we are, you know, another thing happens, right? Like a a man can tell a woman, hey, like, this is all I want. This is where I'm at. This is where I stand. I'm not going to be emotionally tied to this X, Y, and Z, right? And with women, Mm -hmm. we can, my opinion, this is my opinion we can say, like, okay, cool. I want to go down this path with you, too. I don't want anything. I'm good. This is what we're going to do. You know, you will be my confidant or whatever during this time, and then, you know, what it is, what it is. But I feel like women, we're so naturally, and on a chemistry level, are just bound emotionally regardless, no, no matter how much we may say or try to act upon this level of, like, you know, I don't necessarily have to be emotionally involved. If I say it enough, it'll it'll come into fruition. But I I agree. We're still very much so attached, especially, let's just be honest, when you add sex, right? Like you are now chemically bounded to this person and physically bounded to this person. And no matter you say like, oh, we're just this, there's still an emotional tie. Even if that woman was upfront with you about where their intentions were in dealing with you
2: you guys feel that way? No, I agree. I think in my situation, um, I didn't sleep with this guy. Um, So I was disappointed because I was really liking him. But I think when you add sex to the mix, that makes the situation a whole lot um, messier. Because once I give that most intimate part of myself to you, we go together. So and the level of crazy and the level of being able to think clearly significantly decreases. So, right, I do agree with you there. Once sex has happened, my ability to think like a rational person and make smart decisions for my own heart health, mental health, physical health goes out the window.
0: But I think it's up to the woman to know that about herself. Like it's up, the onus is on us to know that, okay, once I introduce, we've had enough relationships to know this. Once I introduce sex into a relationship, um, these are going to be my expectations. And I know that he said he doesn't really want much of a commitment. So maybe my move needs to be, I don't need to have sex with this man because I know that I'm going to want what he is not ready to give. And so I think there's a level of like maturity that comes, that's required as well. Yeah. on our part to know you, our, would, you know how we're gonna but be. I
1: girlfriends that say that right and try to practice that thought end up becoming you know sexually involved with them and then realize like oh you know he's not doing what he's supposed to do and I think in our society a lot a lot of people don't take ownership for their actions you know what I mean no it's so easy to blame the other person and I sit there sometimes yep. when I'm talking to girls and I'm like but sis, but sis like
0: you did it you're very well what? like yes.
1: what's gonna happen? like yeah you crying you talking about he ain't you know <laughs> and I'm like but sis like you knew this so what part of right. are going to have responsibility to be like you know, I knew good and well that if I slept with this man, this was going to happen, and it did. So I don't have anybody else to blame but myself. But that doesn't
2: happen. Right. I do think I we agree. need to be responsible for the situations that we put ourselves in. Now, if you don't have all the yeah. facts and you make decisions based on what you know, I, I can let that slide. Yes. But yeah. you have run across a gentleman who is forthcoming and honest with you, and you choose to skate on by and think the (laughs) powerful treat that you sit on is going to change his mind, you get what you get. And soul ties are very powerful and painful to cut. So if you have to keep learning that lesson, I feel bad for you because eventually damage is going to be done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because of the poor choices you keep making.
1: And I'm just being real, like, we've all done that, not necessarily in the in the, the situation, and I'm talking about outside of your unique situation, Crystal. So I'm just saying with the regular, yeah, yeah, regular yeah.
0: guy, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely.
1: Where we know this person yep. is not what they need to be for us, right? And mm-hmm. but because, and I think that's the conversation, like, the, um, what Chris was saying, like, with maturity, but also, in my part, ownership, um, mm-hmm. is, being able to be like I know this person that is not gonna give me what I need like I know this but for whatever reason because he's fine or he got his you know stuff together on paper right on paper not
2: right. emotionally
1: that this would be you know this would be the person that I need to be with because he looks right for me like on if we take right. a picture just out like we look like we're supposed to be together but he's emotionally damaging for me and I think a lot of women like don't because we've all done it, right? But some women do it more than others. Is that we get caught up in the fact of like all these unnecessary and the, mm-hmm. the picture book, and we forget about ourselves and what we really, really need. Yeah, you know, as human beings, not even just women, just as a soul. Like as you said, Crystal, mm-hmm. like just
2: our soul needs. Yeah, I agree. Oh, that's the Brittany. What's a crazy <laughs> story? Okay.
1: Okay, I have a great one. Um so I went to this place. I don't know if y'all ever been to um it's in Addison and I forget the name of it. Um it's where Don Diego, the jazz person. Ooh, they just renamed it. Anyways, it's in Addison. Oh, so it was, is it You, you, know true? Remember, right?
2: no, you true. don't remember, It used to be Stone
1: Trail. Stone Trail, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love don't Trail. Like i old, uh, old soul at heart, so I was like, that's my place. Live music, dance, cool. Um, so I went, this was on one of my, when I was single, I was like, kind of like what Kristen was like, I'm, I'm going to go out by myself. I had made this decision. I'm not going to go out with girlfriends. I'm old enough. I'm mature enough. I can go out by myself, have a drink, call it a day, right? Um, went out, and I had met, I'm like, at the bar, doing my own thing. I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just enjoying the vibe. It is what it is. And uh this Puerto Rican man comes up to me and like introduces himself and was like, you know, who are you here with? And I'm like, Oh, I'm not here with anybody, I'm here by myself. And he was like, Really? You're not out with your girlfriends? And I was like, No, I just decided to, you know, do my own thing. Um, so we sat and we talked the whole rest of the night, walked me through my car. You know, it was being a perfect gentleman, all that kind of stuff. And was like, hey, you know, I would like to go on a date later on this week. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, met up, did our schedules, whatever. So we went on a date, our first date. And um, our first date lasted like two hours. And then he was like, um, hey, do you mind, you know, running with me back to my apartment? I need to check on something. So that was like red flag number one right? I'm
0: like,
1: you you couldn't check on this before the date? Like, you can't wait until after the date to be checking. You need me to come with you as a chaperone to go check something out in your apartment? All right. So for whatever reason, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Get to his apartment. and He's like, for sure, like checking something. And I'm like, okay, you got what you need. Like, you know, cool. Let's roll out. Or do you want to continue this date or whatever the situation may be? And he's like, um, no, let's just sit here and talk. And I'm like,
2: wait, okay. Dude. Hmm.
1: okay. I'm like, you could have just asked, do you want to come back to my apartment? You didn't have to stage a production where you <laughs> need to go back and check or something at your apartment. Right. And, um, he was just like, I feel like we're vibing and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I, I think that we should have because we did coffee. My my whole thing was in the beginning. If I ever dated someone, I always did coffee first because it's like there's no commitment. You haven't paid for a full dinner for me. That way, I don't. If I feel like we ain't vibing, then you don't have to feel like you spent a whole bunch of money on me, and we can go about our ways. So then he was like, That's well, smart. Yeah, like I've done that. Any time that I've dated, I've mostly done coffee the first time because you know these men get out here and they're like, Oh, we spent all this money on a date. I don't want you to ever think that I owe you anything. So I can pay for right. you. Coffee. i normally show up early so i can get my own coffee first and okay. then you can show up and if the vibes then we go on the actual actual first date after that um then he was like well yeah let's get um we'll get some food and um go from there and i'm like okay so you want to get food in your house all right so he's like i'm gonna place the order and i'll go run and get it and i was like okay i'm
2: not staying in your house but what right so i'm like
1: <laughs> right so this is where it, it went sour. He was like, and just so you know, like, I have cameras, like, also. Oh, no. House, so I'll know. And so I just turned to him, and I was like, in so many words, you know, of course, other words put in there. I was like, why would you bring me to your house and perpetuate the fact that you have cameras if you think you didn't trust me to be in your house? You know what I mean? Like, who does that for so whatever reason? So at this point, I'm going to leave. I'm gonna leave uh thank you for your time but at this point we you know there's not enough we need to talk about and he's like what do you t- I felt like you could be the next person that I needed to date and so that was like my mm-hmm. first like I've dated um you know Puerto Rican men before and they're like they're very aggressive they're very like territorial all that kind of stuff I'm like no nah, that's just probably some misconception or just like you know
0: cultural, I, yeah, yeah uh
1: no the truth. So I was
0: like,
1: and I was like, and I was like, it was just like the weirdest time. I was just like, why would you, first of all, what, what, so even if we had started dating and he had never told me that he had cameras in his house, like imagine where that could have went. You know what I mean? Like you would have had, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, um, I'm good. I'm good. Never saw him again. He blew up my phone afterwards where I had to block him because I was like, just, like
2: oh my
0: crazy. god. Painful. Painful. Alice,
2: yeah, do you have something nice. to share with the class? I really
1: don't have dating strengths because I never knew like if I was dating.
2: So I really what? don't.
1: I'm not I mean I my horror stories are just me being awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like I I feel like every time I was dating or like talking to someone new, like I just was so awkward.
2: Like it was that was Why? the horror story. I mean
1: me and Albert when we went on our first date we um we went to McCormick and Schmidt's and I remember being there and they took like the longest time to serve us. So I was like throwing a fit. And I really wanted like surf and surf, you know, so I was like really annoyed that we couldn't do it. But then I we end up getting up and leaving and going to Albert's favorite restaurant where I also threw a fit because he like this it was like pelic. And my stomach was of shaking shrimp. <laughs> well, that that's just my only like time that I think back of like a horror story. Oh, I do have this one time I went um I was dating a guy and we went to watch a movie at his house and um, it was that, that movie with Chris Tucker or no, Chris Rock. I think I love my wife. Y'all know that movie? Mm -hmm. Have y'all seen that?
2: Yeah. Well, it's like,
1: it's a funny movie. Right. And this, at the time, the guy that I was dating, I guess we were dating. He, he was like, Chris Rock's my favorite. Like he was just saying all this stuff and he was like, this movie made me cry. And Y'all, my little dumb <laughs> self, he meant, I go, oh, I, I said, oh, that's so sweet, girl. He meant cry laughing. So, like, I used to just do, like, awkward, I was very awkward, so I don't, that's what I'm saying, I don't, no <laughs> one was ever, like, horror, like, horrible or really bad, but I also dated, I got one time, more, I guess, for so now, like, oh my God. yeah, Do you share, a I got like, one more for
0: um so and this is also when I was in Virginia too wow interesting get out of Virginia Um, basically I know I'm I I left anyway so he was an hour late which before you guys say like I shouldn't have stayed there is a tunnel there and it goes under the water and as soon as one person swerves um it literally it causes hours and hours and hours and hours delays so um so I understood and so he finally got there and he tells me that he is a dad but of course he didn't he lied to me at first he didn't he told me at first he didn't have any children when we're on the date he actually reveals he he does have a daughter but he doesn't really count it because her mom her mom uh her mom be tripping all the time I think it was his exact words so he doesn't really see her a lot so it doesn't really count it's kind of like he doesn't have a daughter so that's why he told me he didn't have a daughter um, so, oh God. you can imagine my reaction. Like, my dad's so important <sighs> to me. I think that the, the father daughter relationship is so crucial to society and just mankind in general. But anyway, so that yeah. rubbed me the right way. And then he started like railing on his job and he just kept saying it was so horrible and he wanted to be promoted. And, you know, the man just kept trying to keep him down. And I was like, do you think you should maybe go back to school and get some more education or maybe apply for another company or? you know, just offering these other solutions. And he just kept kind of to that narrative of, you know, I don't think that would work. The man just really wants to keep me down, yada, yada. So, you know, that also doesn't work for me, because I'm a pretty positive person. And I, I think I'm pretty ambitious and pretty proactive. So yeah. the fact that he is just going to stay in this job that makes him miserable, not interested. Um. So anyway, I go to the restroom, and I texted my friend Matt, who lived in that same building. And I was like, Matt, 911, need you to come get me. And so he literally comes downstairs um, and he runs up to us because we're out on a patio. And he's like, Babe, our water heater just busted. We got to go right now. <laughs> and I was like, What? And he was like, Yeah, water heater. There's water everywhere. Let's go. And so literally, I jump over the railing of the patio that we're on and he's like wait do you live with this dude and I'm like yep and he goes man (laughs) and Matt and I literally ran back to his place um and he that was not the only time that Matt saved me but um yeah it was just it was a disastrous date and just negative irresponsible man
2: I have texted my so sister great. to get me out of a date. And she'll ask, like, how big of an emergency. And I'm like, give me Broadway. <laughs> and she will, like, wail, scream. I'm like, oh my God, my sister. <laughs> I got to right now. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, so funny. Well, this has been great. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know your funniest story or most horrible dating experience. And let's keep the conversation going offline.
1: This is Allie J, and I'm
2: Crystal O, and that's it for this week.
1: Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 12 p.m. Central for another episode of Not Your Token Black Girl. And also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google, and follow me at Basic Allie on Instagram.
2: Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Crystal O. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health.